Welcome to the Makeshift Podcast, hosted by Chris Bow from Full Steam Designs and myself, Corey Stanley from Odyssey CNC. And this week we have Keith Drennan of Blackthorn Concepts. And I think Chris just broke his uh, microphone jamming out to the music. No, it wasn't my microphone. That was my whole <laughs> monitor. I was shaking. I think it's not attached. I would have ripped it off the wall. We were all jamming out like a uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> well, I remember that the, 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 you had said somebody didn't jam out when that music yeah, plays. Was that? You guys was that were Austin? surprised. They were just sitting there like. I no, I thought it was, was Corey's brother. Oh, yeah. No, he probably player. didn't expect it. Like, he's like, what the fuck? I thought you added this in. We're like, no, we play this on I'm our musical sure instruments. <laughs> pretty sure that's what you said. Man, wait till you guys hear the Fire and Steel podcast because we didn't oh, have shit. the music. So I like beatboxed the music while Damn, what are you Honor like a, did his intro. Are you like a co-host on that now? I feel, I feel like, like it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, have you been on their show more than Austin's been on our show? No, I think I've only been on like three times now. Okay. Yeah, so I think Austin's I about four. the same. Keith, what are you at? You're probably at four now, right? Yeah, I'm you here. gotta be. Three, yeah, this, this, uh, well, I don't know. I feel like you've been on solo by yourself before and then two times with Jeff. From yeah. Green Street. So, so this is number four. Fucking tied up with Austin. Was I your well, first guest? And uh, we did no. one with... Our no, very first the, guest was Chad. <laughs> we did the... Um, oh, what the hell do you call it? The one with uh, Adam. Remember when Adam was on? Wasn't it you, Tony, Adam, and us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, make, that, was, that was for Maker, Maker Camp, Camp mashup. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think you're you're above Austin now. That's five. Yeah, maybe a co-host on here soon. Do you have your punch card? We got to punch that off. And I do. I think I get a free sip now, right? You get a free <laughs> gallon of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Makeshift milk gallon. <laughs> do the gas stations by you guys do that? That was like a thing with Stewarts in uh in like upstate New York. You would get a little, a little card with a cow on it, and they'd hmm. stamp the cow, and then if you filled up a card, you got a free gallon of milk. I haven't hmm. seen any of those punch cards in probably. 10 years i mean okay yeah so that was probably at least 10 years ago because i haven't lived in new york for a while now but well i never saw that one because we didn't have stewards here but the stores that used to have punch cards i don't see them anymore is it the same stewards that sells all the soda bottles the glass bottles no i think everyone switched over to the apps you know like duncan has an app Mm. steward check wawa i want to do it are we even having like the same conversation? I feel like <laughs> no. you're each individually having a conversation with yourselves. I was going off with the Mad TV, Stuart. You sounded just like him. Thank you. I watched a lot of that. <laughs> you know what we were talking about the other day in school? In Living Color. You guys remember that? Yeah. Fire Marshal Bill. Oh, yeah. All righty then. Yeah. He'd, <laughs> he'd, light, he'd light himself on fire. Like on, he'd go in somebody's house and talk about how dangerous something was and he'd be like let's say you're laying here at night and you have a cigarette in your mouth and you just accidentally spray lighter fluid all over the place and then the cigarette falls out of your mouth because you fall asleep on the couch and he's like burning their whole house down or whatever (laughs) oh that was a good show guy had like i don't know if it was a good show it was homie don't good for the time Uh, yeah homie the clown (laughs) homie don't play that he was one of the best. And then they had like the handicapped superheroes. <laughs> we won't talk about those. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Some of their well, stuff was slightly so, off color. 
slightly unacceptable by today's standards. Some things don't <laughs> age well. No. <laughs> oh boy. If uh, if you're looking to see the stuff we used to laugh at, go check out In Living Color. Who who was Homie the Clown? Was that one of the Wayans? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Fire Marshal Bill was Jim Carrey. Yeah, that was one of his first gigs, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Um, I think uh, who was one of the Fly Girls became famous. I don't know if I remember that one. I'd have I'd have to go back and watch it. I definitely remember. Really? Hmm. Yeah. What? That was one of the dancers. Yeah. Or the yeah. Man, how long was that show? How long ago was that? 25 years? Uh, 30 years, maybe? It started in 1990 and went to 1994. This is why I like having you on. Quick with that computer and and you just know everything. I'm not looking anything up. I mean, I didn't think you were. I don't hear you typing away like Grant is every time somebody asks a question. Oh, yeah. He likes to sound smart with the Googles. He's quick with the Google. Yep. Well, uh, what have you been up to, Keith? A lot. Yeah, I just got back from vacation. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I saw uh, saw quite a few uh, like desert stargazy pictures you've been taking. So where'd you guys go? We went to Utah. Uh, yeah, nice. we went to the that they they call it the Utah Five, the five national parks in Utah. Hmm. It was fun. Sweet. A lot of hiking, a lot of tired days, but it was good. <laughs> nice. I'm glad to be back. No, because now I'm back at work, so that's not good. Mm. Yeah. Are no, you the type time, that, uh, but... do you like need a vacation from your vacation? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think it depends yeah. on the vacation. Probably who you're taking the vacation with, too. <laughs> nah, yeah, I think you always. Wife, so that was easy, but uh, yeah. we did like a lot of hiking and a lot of activity. It wasn't like a vacation where you just go hang out on a beach. Right. Are you are you like the the type that has a schedule where you're like we need to be here by, you know, in fifteen minutes and then, no, no, no. The only thing like we did like a UTV tour out to some slot canyons on private land. Mm-hmm. We had to be there at a certain time, so like that stuff. We did uh, one ranger guided tour in one of the parks called Fiery Furnace. Mm. Uh, that's the trail in arches and you have to be led by a tour guide in order to go in. Um, those like if it was scheduled, but the rest of it, I, I just roll with it. Whatever we're going to do, we're going to do. I don't plan anything out. Yeah. That's quite the trip. That's like complete other side of the country. Yeah. Just fly. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Which was a disaster. Oh, was it? Yeah. I hate flying, to be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of it. I, I like mm-hmm. that it gets you there quicker than driving, but that's about it. <laughs> I hate everything else about it. I don't, I don't like being around people. Yeah. So Yeah, the, the people, the time, like you got to be there so much earlier than the flight, then you got to wait around forever, and then the people, and then... The, the cramped quarters. Yeah. Like I, and then, I couldn't I'm, extend my legs, and... I know most of your listeners don't know how tall I am, but I'm very short and I have very short legs <laughs> and I felt cramped on this plane. I, I yeah. feel like they probably know. We've probably made jokes about that before. Not that yeah. we're all tall. I mean, no, I'm sure, I, think, I think Austin made jokes about that. Oh, probably. Yeah. So. He yeah. made me an Apple box to be able to use his anvil. 
Mm, and right. I had to use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the takeoff and the landing both suck. In the air yeah, so bad. I, I mean, besides, years ago, it, it never cramped. bothered me. But the older I get, the more I, I start to. Well, now it's just such a headache. Like, yeah, you got to get to the airport three hours early to sit around and do nothing. Like, it's the ultimate example of hurry up and wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. every single step, you got to you the plane lands and you got to run to your next. You know, if you're like transferring or whatever. You got to run to the next terminal, which is never anywhere as close to where you land. So you're running all the way across the airport. And then every time you get there, they're like, oh, now we've moved it to this one or your flight's delayed or. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, there's a delay. It'll only be eight hours. And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) What am I supposed to do? Yeah, we got delayed leaving. And we were supposed to leave, I think, at like 11. And we didn't leave till like 1230 ish. And that's late at night already. Yeah. And then I can't sleep on planes, and then you land late, and ugh, didn't work out for me. Did you, yeah. did you stay in, like, a hotel, or were you, like, camping? Or? No, we got an Airbnb. Well, okay. that's a lie. We did hotels and Airbnbs. Mm. So we went to Salt Lake City. Mm. Um, we got a hotel, woke up got a, as we landed after the rental car place closed, uh, which we knew, so we already had a hotel booked. So we got a hotel... And then the next day we drove to an Airbnb for, I think, four nights. And then, oh, no, we went to Moab to another hotel, then to the Airbnb. And then we went back to Moab to the same hotel for the last night. And then back to Salt Lake City to the airport. Had you ever been there before? No, never. It's my first time out west. I mean, I'd been to San Francisco, but like Mm -hmm. in that area for like... um, nature out west you know like to actually see some landscapes so initial thoughts of salt lake city didn't really spend much time there but uh on the way back we got there early and we like went around like we went walking through the town and stuff and went to a bar or two and in it's like a big town it's not really a city Mm. to me i mean there's skyscrapers and stuff but the place is empty like there's no one walking around at all hmm you're walking down the street. You could be the only one. There's not even cars. Mm. It, it felt weird. It felt like I was, I was surprised that? by the uh, by the mountains there. I didn't know they had a like a mountain range right there. Oh yeah, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. That part's cool. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a nice city, but it. I mean, I don't know. I felt like I was walking around in like New Brunswick, New Jersey, or something. You know. Did you go to the copper mine out there? No. That was pretty cool. Hmm. We're gonna uh, go back probably to Moab in a couple of years and rent like uh, Jeeps and stuff and go out through the desert on the mm. Jeeps. Yeah. So just do some dune smashing. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back out there soon. I want to go to the salt lake, uh, not mm-hmm. the salt lake, um, salt flats, the salt flats. Yeah. So They're I hadn't flat. even thought about that when we planned this trip. Otherwise I would have went on this trip, but we could have made it work, but it was an extra two hours of driving and I didn't feel like doing it. Yeah. I think a lot of people always think of like the salt flats as California, like uh, whatever the, I forget what the one is out there, but. Um, is it the Bonneville flats or that's salt? Yeah, Bonneville is Utah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I always thought of it as California myself. So. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what one it is, but like Gene Winfield lives out in like in the, basically in the salt flats of California, wherever that is. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the, whatever the name of them is, but. Sure, somebody listening knows. Where's whatever? 
screaming at their phone right now. Yeah. So if they are, they never message us about it. I wish they would. I mm. wish they would just actually scream an audio clip to us, even though it's like four days late from when we record, because it, it would make me laugh. I and will do that for you we'd, this week. We'd play it next. <laughs> you're going to go look it up and then scream it on Saturday when you're listening. No, I'm just going to scream into the microphone, you know, <laughs> Appreciate just so it. you get a voice memo. I'll send it to the Instagram so you can hear it, Corey. Well, then Chris will hear it because I'm still not on the. <laughs> I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> nice. Are you still fighting with Instagram? Uh, I just am not on the makeshift one anymore. And I think I think originally, Chris, you had started that and then you sent me like an invite to join it. Mm. And so it, it doesn't even show up when I put in the like the makeshift Yahoo account or whatever. Just it's like, no, it's not a real thing. Like, OK, well, news to me. Guess I'll stop showing up every week. We'll get you all squared away at Maker Camp. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out one day. So I'm Maker sure. Camp. I guess we can. Uh, that's kind of why we brought you on today, Keith. Right? We're how many? Did how we? many weeks are we away? What four weeks? He looks weeks? like he's so thrilled to talk about Maker Camp. Man, he, he really just did a to. whole recap of it or a uh, uh, rundown. A rundown on his podcast. It was yeah. great. Austin was mm-hmm. on, and and Austin would be like, and then Keith would be like. I didn't hear a word you just said. <laughs> also, would be like, so what do you think, Keith? And I was like, I heard my name. But I don't know what you said. <laughs> that that the our I- internet services were so bad on that one. No, he had so bad cool. service. So he was like cutting out. But you know how our, our, the platform we use records locally. Mm-hmm. So I knew that, okay, it's going to record. And it'll be fine. So as long as I could hear like every third word, I know he's still talking, like just let it roll. And then I'll ask him a question at the end of it. And hopefully he didn't just cover it. <laughs> and if he did, I, I could fix it in post. And like Tony and I are, are like looking at each other on the screen because his screen was off or, or frozen. And, and, and it, I mean, it worked. We got a usable episode out of it, but we That's must cool. sound like three people who have never talk to each other before in our lives <laughs> it was pretty funny yeah. it was like three people having having like a conversation like but you're listening to them on the phone so you can only hear one person of the yeah. conversation it's like three old senile guys like if not, you were sitting in a, off. <laughs> yeah if, thanks if, <laughs> if you if you were sitting in a call center and only hearing one side of three people on the phone <laughs> Talking about Maker Camp, that's what it was. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty good rundown, though. Yeah. A lot going on. Oh, so much going on. Yeah, we, we figure most of our guests probably don't even like your podcast or probably have never even heard of it. So we probably. figured you sh- we should probably have you on to talk about it's the working It's the Working Hands podcast. It's, it's a little podcast no one's heard of. So no I'm big deal. <laughs> no big deal. But they put on the Maker Swap, which is at Maker Camp. Which is in New York, upstate New York. What what is the what's the actual town? East East Durham and East Durham. Durham. Yeah. Durham. Durham. Man, Christy got me again. She said she's Albany landing in Albany. Landing in Albany. That makes the hairs on my neck stand up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's a weird way to say that. Mm. It's Albany. That's the. I'm not from the Northeast way of saying that. Right. 
it's kind of I mean, I guess voices. that's how it looks. It doesn't. It's sure, not A L L. So uh, it's like if everyone called Corey Carey. Don't do that. Okay, Carey. <laughs> do, do, do you yeah, know? You, you don't know joke? why that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> okay. You don't. Pull, pull up the slide. <laughs> that's his ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> You motherfucker. <laughs> I knew that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you? Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was at Maker Camp, wasn't she? Just not really at like the camp. But... <laughs> Moving on. I didn't know that when I made the joke, but as soon as it came out. <laughs> Everybody who calls me that gets punched in the face now. <laughs> Starting I'm... now. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to call you that after you're thrown in the duck pond. <laughs> yep. So how's yep. your uh, how's your maker swap coming out, Corey? Oh, I have to go first. With it? Yeah. I mean, well, I haven't started, so there's oh, okay. no need to come around to me. I've done quite a bit of CAD programming on it, but I have not told anybody what it is yet. Keith actually had the idea for it, um, suggested what I could do. For something else, he's just like, you should make these. They're cool. And mm. uh, then I went from there. I think the thing I'm going to make is pretty cool if I make it. <laughs> I'll probably get busy with other shit and be like, fuck, I never made it. That's why I'm not going to say what it is yet, because it's a good possibility. It doesn't happen. We're, are we, are we but if you do say it, if you do say it, then you'll feel that pressure. Yeah. Where you're like, got to do it. It's almost better to say it. All right. You want to hear it? I, mean, I don't care. I'm sure I mean, someone I, out there wants to hear it. I get what it. you're saying. I'm sure okay, they right. don't want to hear you say you're not going to say what it is. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Do you know what a China Lake is? Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I've played Call of Duty. Yeah, it's the old grenade launcher. The old, you know, break you, you break the break it in half and you put the thing in and you doop. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a China Lake and uh, it's very descriptive for the podcast. So it's a rocket launcher, a grenade launcher. From, uh, I think it's Vietnam era grenade launcher. Yeah. Could be wrong. But, um, so Keith had messaged me a, like a rubber band gun. I was like, you should make one of these. And I was like, oh, those are kind of cool. But they were like, you know, they were kind of like, I don't know where you saw them at a gift shop, maybe. So they're like kind of two dimensional cutout ones, like real yeah, basic. They were terrible. Like, they're yeah. probably like 20 bucks per gun or something like that. Or a gift shop, they're probably 100 bucks. <laughs> But yeah, um, somebody they cut them out on a scroll saw and and, and that yeah. Was but um, I was like, oh, that, you know, that'd be kind of fun to make. I was like, I don't think I'd make any money off selling them though, just because mine would be way more involved, and then it's a rubber band gun. But I was like, ooh, maker swap item that kind of checks all the boxes because I can use the cyclone to make it, and then I'm making a gun, which is what I do. So it kind of Kind of wraps up all the things, but I'm going to have it shoot something more fun, I think, than a rubber band. I think it will be rubber bands inside of it, so it's like a slingshot. But I, I really want to use like the pump action on the China Lake to like pump the rubber bands back, but you, they're inside the magazine tube, so you don't see them. But then it'll launch fun things, and I can make a bunch of fun things to take and shoot at people at Maker Camp. That'll go over well. So I probably have to make two of them because I probably shouldn't shoot the one I'm going to. Right put now, we only up. know of one rule at Maker Camp, and that's no one wheels. Mm. Uh, no, no China lakes. <laughs> we almost got a no Corey after last year's Maker Swap disaster. <laughs> uh, 
but maybe this year it'll be no China Lakes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Instead of China Lakes, you, you should rename it the Duck Pond. Mm. Yeah. I, f- I feel like upstate I was thinking New York. Like China Lake. <laughs> like no. GH. But if you get little rubber ducks that fire out of it, that would be kind mm. of funny. That would be kind of funny. If anyone doesn't know, my co-host Tony wants to throw Corey in the duck pond. Oh, yeah. This is a reoccurring thing because last year Tony chickened out. And so, well, he didn't chicken out. You surrounded yourself with kids. <laughs> no, I didn't. That was the last day of Maker Camp. I was there solo the whole time. I even passed out drunk on Chris's floor. Like There are plenty of opportunities to throw me in the duck pond. And the, You know, the very first person I saw at Maker Camp was Tony. There's nobody else around. He could have just, could have just got it over with. The duck pond. <laughs> I think I had came right from the duck pond because you launched me a, a t-shirt. Uh, and then I walked over and, oh, so I guess second person I saw, because I saw you, you shot a, sh- a shirt and then I walked over and saw Tony. No, that was after because Tony brought oh, me yeah, over where right. I was. Oh, that's right. So Tony was the first person. Mm-hmm. And then Tony's mm-hmm. all talk. If just you're going to tell stories, shook my hand. Dude, it's been a year. We're lucky I remembered this much. Yeah. Are you making anything for the swap, Chris? I thought about it. I would like to. Uh, is it going to happen? Probably not. Yeah, make it happen. It's not a requirement for camp. I mean, a lot of people feel stressed about it, and they shouldn't. If you're going to make something, make it. You should if wait not, until the last minute and bring something, like, just just bring something all willy-nilly. Or, hey, bring something that wouldn't no. sell. <laughs> No. <laughs> Keep your clowns to yourself, Corey. I know you're friends with those guys, but Oh okay. Okay, so should we talk about things you shouldn't bring to make a swap? Payback. That's payback for the carry comment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It I is. mean <laughs> So I mean, the idea of the maker swap is to make something that that requires your skills, pushes you shows I guess it doesn't skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push your skills, but to show off your skills, whatever skill set you have, make an item that you can bring to camp, put it into the swap, and then there's a drawing, and somebody else will go home with it, and you'll get an item as well, but not necessarily who got yours. It's not a swap like for like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it broadens the horizons of who can see other people's things. Maybe you make a new friend with who you got or who got what you gave into it. And throughout the event, they'll be on display so people can come over and see the items that were made and maybe look you up because they liked what you made and things like that. It's just a way to bring your skill to Maker Camp and show off what you can do in your own shop, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know some kind of some people kind of complained before about, like, they went out of their way to make something cool and then they might have got something that wasn't like they felt like really the person who made it was like, really pushing the limits of what, or not even the limits like that kind of felt like that maybe they didn't try. So, you know, some people had said before, like, Oh, well maybe I'm not going to try, but I feel like it should be the opposite. I feel like you should put in the coolest fucking thing you can to shame the people who don't. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. You should, <laughs> you should always want to be the, the coolest item in there. Like, uh, yeah. You want to be the wow of the table. Chuck Norris's face on him. You, you gotta, you gotta just be something really cool. Yeah. Uh, some <laughs> people, yeah, yeah. I mean, some people get upset with what they get, but you also have to remember <laughs> the skill level of everyone who attends there is not necessarily a master. So, yeah, that's true. Um, you may get somebody's first item or 
not first item, but beginner item, right? Like maybe they started, like maybe they came with their friend or significant other last year to maker camp, became a maker. So they may have only been making for a year, mm-hmm. right? And then they enter something. Well, yeah, but if you've only been making for a year, that should be a pretty cool item. But don't judge it to where you're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, as long as everyone's putting in effort, that's what we're looking for. We're not looking for somebody who who finds trash in their garbage can in their shop and, and says, oh, I'm going to put this in the maker swap. That's not what it is. Yeah. But, All right. So I won't do that then. Yeah, don't th- don't take something you were going to sell to a customer and then you're like, ah, darn, this isn't good enough for my customer that was going to pay me money for it. I'll just put it in the maker swap. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, and don't half-ass it either. My problem is I'd never feel like it was good enough and that would bother me. I think that's why I'm kind of like reserved on doing it. I would like to do it. So but in my past couple of entries, I was like, yeah, it, it's something I was into. I liked it. But I wasn't getting the wow of the table, so this year I kind of went above and beyond. But have I made mistakes on it? Sure. Is it absolutely perfect? No. Would I be happy to own it? Would I be happy if somebody else made it and I received it? Yes. That's where I'm going with it. If I think somebody else, if there's one person I know that says, oh, yeah, that would be cool to own, then, okay, I'm going to put it in. That may not be the person who gets it, and that's fair. I mean, that's what happens, but that's... But that's the metric I'm going with. So are you saying what you made? Have you have you told it on yours or talking oh, yeah, about yeah. it? Okay, yeah, what'd you I make? talked about it. I'm I'm making a Gershner inspired toolbox. Oh, okay. So I have a Gershner that I like, but I hate that open top thing because I, I feel yeah. like it's either perpetually closed with something on top or perpetually open and I hate that. Oh yeah. So I just eliminated that and I just did the drawers. Oh, okay. And I don't like, I mean, I'm sure in the machinist shop, there's a reason why the, it's got the front lid or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I never that. understood those. I think yeah, it's I so you can know. lock all the drawers at one time. You close that and lock that, and it locks all your drawers. Right. Probably so back before they had. I guess if you're in a communal shop, that makes sense, right? Yeah. But most makers aren't, so I got rid of that. So it's okay. really just, and it's all walnut. Uh, my runners aren't walnut, but like the whole box and all the drawers are solid walnut. So, um, it's coming out. Okay. Nice. It's not done yet. So I can't say it came out great, but, uh, I'm hoping to finish it this weekend. Nice. I'm doing brass knobs on it, brass feet. And I got, uh, Dean to use his, his fiber laser and, mm. uh, he made a little Blackthorn concept logo for me. Oh, nice. Which came nice. out awesome. So that'll go on the front. Nice. So, Chris, if you do make something, where's your head at on it? Like, where are you? What are you thinking? I don't know. I mean, that's my problem. Like, I don't have, like, a thing, you know? Like, I used to make, like, CNC flags and stuff like that. And, you know. Why don't you make, like, a blacksmith tool in, like, a wooden case? And then you can do some CNC stuff on the case, maybe. Or, like, Mm. in, you know, cut out, like, a little pocket for it to sit in or something. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think I think for the swap, if you don't know what to make, one cool thing is either something for the shop, mm. like a toolbox, like what I'm making, a tool roll, like what Dean's making, or a tool itself, or mm. something. It doesn't necessarily have to be this mm. wow item, but just make it a wow whatever you make, you know? The item doesn't have to, like, I don't know what, I'm, I don't know where I'm going with that, but I think you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But 
prefer to go from maker to maker if you don't have something that you're making like if you're not a established pen maker or knife maker or something just make something for the shop or a tool or something like that would be cool yeah i don't know i'll keep thinking about it maybe something will come to me i I mean i have had a couple ideas but i also just have to dedicate the time to it so i haven't really been uh i mean I, i not that i haven't been doing stuff i feel like i haven't really been using my time as wisely as i could be lately with stuff uh, you're doing house renovations. Mm. Yeah, that's really like sucking the life out of me. So it really does. Yeah, especially since it was completely unplanned. It yeah, was like it, uh, it takes way longer than you expected because obviously yeah. you try to fix the toilet and then you're falling through the floor and you know. Then the depression sets in because you're working on a bathroom and not doing what you want to do. Right. And then that spirals out. So you don't want to do any of the bathroom work because you feel like you should be in the shop. You don't want to be in the shop because you feel like you should be in the bathroom. And then you wind up sitting on the couch watching TV. Hmm. Yeah. I know the, I know how it goes. Yeah. I have got, uh, I think some good stuff coming up for reels though. That ought to really piss people off. Cause I'm using uh shark bite fittings <laughs> on everything behind the walls. Nice. You and your polarizing reels. I love it. Mm. Uh, me too. So, so, it, so it's going to be controversial just because it's behind the walls and it's the shark bites. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you could use like shark bites in a open field, uh, like <laughs> above a lake, and you know where it just completely wouldn't matter if they leaked, and uh, people would still lose their minds that you used them. So, use them like behind the walls bites. definitely. So do I. I love them. I, I think, think they're great. great. I remember when they came out. Like, I remember I had seen them at Ace Hardware for Back the first time. Nineteen ninety nine. That was like twenty <laughs> years ago, and uh, it was like the coolest thing. And yeah, I mean they're still around, so they must they must work okay. Like, I mean it's definitely better than what was before of just fucking gluing together let's see PVC pipes or whatever, and now they're all rotten and breaking under your house. At least with a shark bite, you can replace it. I think you're muted. I'm muted. No, Keith's oh, Keith's muted. I said the shark bite came out in 04. <laughs> See, so almost 20 years ago. Nice. Um, what were you, like 12 then, Corey? 15, 20? 04? Uh, well, I graduated in 08, so yeah, I guess I'd be 14. You graduated high school in 08. Yeah. I mean, I graduated in 03. I wasn't that much sooner, but... Yeah. It at least put me into where I would remember what a shark bite is and would you know, have the opportunity to use something like that. No, I didn't, I didn't get into home renovation stuff for like another, I don't fucking know. Cause I graduated in 08 and then I was gone for seven years in the Navy. So apartment to apartment until, and then I finally got a house in like 2015. And, na- <laughs> so and now you don't have to worry about it again. Now I don't have a house. <laughs> now I'm back in apartments. <laughs> it's kind of nice though. This week, like my AC went out, you yeah. know what I had to do about it? I got on my app on my little phone thing and I hit AC not working. And then the maintenance guy was there like a few hours later. And I was like, all right, I'm going to work. I came home to a cold house or a cold apartment. I'm like, fuck yeah. I didn't have to do shit. (laughs) It's very cold in that apartment. Can you see my nips? No. You can see my breath? (laughs) No, I just. It was a joke. That was like a Corey joke. (laughs) The. Yeah. So Maker Camp, you guys excited or what? Oh yeah, that's why you brought me on here. You want to talk about? It? Yeah, what yeah. About? So we, uh, so you know, part of the reason that we wanted to talk about it was 
because it's coming up soon. And also because in the uh, patron group that we have, we had uh, quite a few people talking about it. So I think it was Brad that brought it up at first because um, it's yeah, going to be his first is year. Is Brad common? He is common. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those messages come by too fast. Like I can't. If I'm not like reading them as they're popping up, I can't keep up with all of them. Yeah. I do like how when you open it, it puts you at the last one you read. Mm, oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. But, yeah, he had asked in there, as a newbie, what should I know? Yeah. About nice. Maker Camp. No one wheels. And, uh, yeah, that was one of the responses was uh, no one wheels. Oh, yeah. So he said, uh, if I save all my chit-chatting for evenings, is it possible to make it to every demo? It is like a backpack recommended to carry project type things around all day. Um, yeah. yeah, he's got some valid questions there. Yeah, no, that's good. So, but I think what you said, Keith, about like it's hard to make it to every single demo because there's mm-hmm. so much going on there, and especially if you are trying to make something and do something on your own. Like, because I don't, I don't think I went to. Have maybe you talked one. about on your on your podcast everything that's happening? No, I haven't. I mean, we haven't. Uh-huh. We probably mentioned some of the stuff we did last year. Yeah, we could after. do a rundown of the list. We just had Austin on, so I know everything. Okay. But yeah, uh, let's talk about what it. I was saying to him, and he's heard my advice before, where I said, like, don't chit chat, like, don't hang out with your friends during the day, right? Oh yeah, yeah. there's a lot of money that you spend to get there. There's, I mean, the it's a pretty cheap event. Like the actual event price is pretty cheap, but to some that could be a lot of money, and. If you're going there to learn things, go there and learn things and hang out at night, but mm-hmm. still talk to people as you do things, you know, like, like don't, don't, I mean, don't shy away from meeting somebody new, but like if we talk to Brad all the time, don't have Brad come over and hang out with us. If he has like, um, like if you're Brad, don't come and hang out with us. If you want to learn silversmithing and there's a class of that going on now, go over there and do it. You can hang out with mm-hmm. us by the fire later on tonight. That was my point there. Yeah, there's so, definitely uh, lots of hanging out and chit chatting at night because it's basically all there is going on. You know, I mean, there's yeah, still I mean, the, all the uh, yeah, the blacksmithing stays open till at least yeah. midnight till yeah. whenever. Yeah, and there's other things to do at night too, like there's karaoke parties and uh, I think there's a band or something at night. There's hmm. a happy hour party. Like there's a lot going on, but that's where you can hang out and like catch up with people that you know. But if you're going to go there to learn something, go there and take a class, you know? Yeah. So like, like, uh, some of the events going on, we already mentioned the blacksmithing. So there'll be people doing demonstrations for that. There's a area that is just set up for basically newbies to go in. And if you've never swung a hammer before, there'll be people there that'll explain to you exactly what to do. And, um, you know, essentially hold your hand the whole way. There'll be, a woodworking tent set up. Um, I think Jeff's going to be in there again, right? Green Street, those guys. Yeah, so in the woodworking tent, there's going to be... Give me a second. There's going to be the Green Street guys, Matt Viz, uh, Rob DeMarco, Corey Chai, and um, uh, Adrian Vita. Oh, okay. will be doing scroll. But they're going to show you how to make a picture frame, like the Green Street guys and Viz and Rob and Corey will... will show you how to make a picture frame they're going to do things like table saw joinery uh, milling of wood all that stuff 
There's also a bow making class if you want to make hmm. a, a really? bow and wow. arrow. Yeah, that's from cool. The of, yeah, yeah, from the art of craftsmanship. So, so that's oh, in the nice. Highland hardwoods woodworking. Hmm. Who, uh, since you got the list up, who is doing like blacksmith related stuff? Oh, there's so much in the blacksmithing side. Um, really? I forget all the names, but like, uh, what the, what's his Cliff Dufton, he going to be there again with uh, uh, John Ariani? Yes, the Modern Forge awesome. will be there. So that's okay. like uh, John Ariani, uh, Cliff Dufton, uh, Jeff, um, uh, Jeff Fader, Fader. Mm. and Jesse Savage. They're mm. like the Modern Forge. They do demos. And they'll teach you how to do things, but that's not necessarily hands-on, right? Mm. Right. Um, if you want to go to like the intro classes or do your actual blacksmithing, that'll be like Bob Menard and S- Sam as one crew, and then the other crew is um, Jason Fig. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. Dark State Ford, I think, mm. and Trevor okay. Higgins. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Who, who are two great guys to learn from. So, so is Bob Menard and the other guy. They're all yeah. awesome to learn from, so that makes it easy. And the, and then they'll monitor at night when it's like open forge. They'll be there if you have questions, but they're not going to be actively teaching you. And uh, I think Coal Iron is going to be there, aren't they? They're going to be set up. Yep. Um, they are the sponsor for the whole blacksmith tent, but they'll be oh, there. Nice. They'll have their machines set up. Um, and also in there, there's going to be like a... Um, uh, Silas Black Low. Um, oh yeah, a tiny town forge. He'll be doing like knife stuff. Um, Mareko Marasi, uh, Jay Nielsen. If you watch the mm-hmm. Forge and Fire, Fire, I think he was a judge. I think yeah. he's going to be in there doing Damascus demos. Nice. I'm trying to remember everything, so bear with me. Yeah, uh, I saw Brian House was shipping yeah, a whole crate of stuff. Yeah. He's sending them a bunch of Apollo Forges that are going to be set up at the Blackthorn. Nice. And then he, he's also bringing some uh, that'll be available for sale if anybody wants them. Is uh, is he doing grinders this year or is that uh, Broadbeck? That's Broadbeck, yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Broadbeck will be there with, and they'll have grinders <laughs> in different areas. Like there's uh, like a plasma cutting thing from, um, what's that company? Avid. Avid. Evan C and C will have their like uh, plasma cutter there. Mm-hmm. They'll have like grinders over there to deburr that before you go over to the welding station by Lincoln and weld it back up or whatever they're doing with whatever the joint projects are. There's a bunch of joint projects. Yeah, I think uh, what was one? It was like make a pair of tongs. Yeah, yep, the, where yep. they'll cut out the blank and then yep. you go over to the blacksmithing area and finish them off. Yep, and they'll teach you how to do like the hole punch and and, Mm -hmm. and how to shape the end of it and stuff. Hmm. I'm excited to do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Always use tongs. Is Adam doing anything this year? Uncle Sam? Yeah. Yeah, he's doing doing a first aid for the shop class. Oh, okay. He's a certified um, first aid instructor or whatever for work. You know, he's a Mm -hmm. EMT for work. Right. Fire, fire. And, uh, yeah. He's he's gonna be doing a whole first aid demo. Okay. Cool. There. Yeah, because last year we did our um, our knife thing. What knife, did we call that? Yeah. Did we have did that? Yeah, we we had our own challenge amongst our podcast and yours about just making a. Oh, uh, what do you what do you call that type of knife? A uh, Western. 
He called it a cowboy something. Yeah, yeah like cowboy fighter or something like that. Yeah, so we took a, a rasp, like an old file, and then he showed us how to heat it up and like curl it up to make the handle. And then uh, he showed me how to like drop it 50 times and then yeah. um, drop forge it. And then but it made mine really be, strong. Yeah, he's going to be doing first aid. <laughs> Where he's doing it is actually in the new makerspace. Have you guys been to the makerspace yet? Nope, I haven't. So yeah. in the basement of Terra Hall, which is where you guys stayed, there's a mm. makerspace down there. Now. Like they renovated a big room down there. Mm. And there's going to be some demos in there, like uh, Joe Jacks. I don't know if you guys know who Joe Jacks oh, is, yeah. but he's a videographer. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, he's it's going to be teaching from uh, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be teaching a ton of classes in there. Um, Evan Watson will be doing an engraving demo in there. Uh, uh, is it going to be? Leatherworking again is a uh, leatherworking oh, gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, there's a, b- a bunch new to the leatherworking tent. There's uh, okay. Ethan's coming back to teach. Cool. Fernando's Garden, coming back yeah. to teach, mm. and then Dennis Forrester is gonna come back to teach you uh, a tooling. Okay, like the leather tooling, like the artistry. Yeah, that that guys do. It's called tooling. So you can learn how to make a wallet, and then you can learn how to tool stuff with Dennis. Nice. Um, I think Ethan is doing sunglass case is what I heard. Nice. I think I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. I was kind of bummed. I missed, uh, missed any of those demos last, last year. Cause we were, we were so busy making the knife that yeah, like we didn't really get around and see much. And I was like, damn. Cause I, I told Ethan, I was like, ah, maybe I'll make it here and make a, make a sheath for the knife and didn't ever make it over there. <laughs> In that same tent, the Weaver Leather tent, uh, Patty's going to be teaching her sewing classes. Okay, cool. Uh, so you can learn how to use a sewing machine and sew something, whatever project that she has for everyone in her classes. But also with that, she's going to have just out for the week or for the weekend, uh, like little patches and little patterns that you can like sew, like the Maker Camp logo or a hammer oh, okay. or a handle on a patch. And then there's also a sewing group project so you go and you sew a piece onto a big flag and it'll be the maker camp logo on a big flag. oh that's cool and you go and you add a piece and you kind of sew your piece onto it that's neat um the sample she showed was like it's it, it's it, it's an old black logo but i think it's going to be like you pick out whatever color fabric you want to put on your piece and then you sew that to the thing hmm. so that'll be cool and they're really going all out it's yeah. gonna yeah, be it's, uh for the first time, like stone carving, even. Oh wow! Yeah, that looks I'm pretty cool. To see what that's going to be like. Yeah. Is a uh, Matt going to be there making a urinal? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think Matt's coming this year. Ah, damn! First two construction. Mm. Yeah. There's a whole power carving tent, but a lot more than power carving goes on in there. Mm. From Sabretooth. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, they're doing like, uh, um, Bastion Head will be back, and they'll be doing that like. The like how to handle things and stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you got over to Tracy and Katrina last year, but uh, I think I only made it over there whenever you were handling yours on, you were on that. um, Mm. We call that, is it a draw horse or shave horse? Shave horse. Okay. Shave horse. That was pretty easy. Draw knife on a shave horse. Uh, Yeah. It's draw horse. (laughs) You can draw horse, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There's going to be like pen turning over there. There's obviously going to be power carving classes with, um, Tiff and Cecilia from the wood shop design. I forget her her handle. Hmm. 
Paul Jackman will be over there doing power carving demos. Hmm. Pat Lapp will be wood turning. Mm-hmm. The pens with the uh, tech head fireman, Nick. Uh, there's a lot going on over there. There's something about making sh- sheaths for axes over there, too. Mm, that'd be cool. Or whatever kind of um, sh- sharp object. Hmm. So that's interesting. I, I don't know. That, that's like a Derek DeForest. Or no, Stephen DeForest. Hmm. So that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it does sound cool. So a whole lot going on. So basically, there's a there's so much to do. Yeah. I mean, you can easily get sidetracked and be doing stuff all day long at any of these tents or learning a shit ton. So. Yeah, there's a whole jewelry tent. I think there's like maybe four or five demonstrators in there. Like there's Is there a purge. Okay. Is there going to be Kurgis. glass blowing again? Uh, that, that's not confirmed yet, but uh, they're working on it. Kathleen, what? Okay. Oh. Uh, Kathleen DeResto will be there doing jewelry right. stuff. Oh, cool. Um, there's a new, a new person, um, C- Curtis Bone. I don't know who that is, but they're going to be doing like metal forming in there. Mm. So that'll be cool. There's going to be pewter casting. Nice. So much stuff. Tin casting. What was that, uh, that hand engraving they were doing last year, Chris, that we watched that gem- demonstration on? What do you call that? Oh, that was yeah, Matt Stagmer. Oh, that's right. Did that? Um, He's doing that I again mean, this year. Okay, metal. I think they call that metal engraving. Okay, yeah, that was super cool. Like, I had no idea it took that much like different technique and tools to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, wild. Yeah, yeah, you should try that. That was pretty cool. It was yeah, really it was hard not engra- to like dig it in. There's yeah. uh, two engravers this year teaching or demoing. Mm. Oh, cool. Matt Stagmer and Evan. Oh yeah, the hand engraver. Yeah, the hand engraver. Name? I forget yeah. his last name, but yeah. Hmm. They should have somebody set up right next to him with a fiber engraver, fiber laser. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned pottery. There's oh. Camp Arrowhead is going to be there. They're going to be doing flint napping. Oh, you cool. know what that is? Yeah, where you is have to like break away the yeah flint. Yeah, hmm. it's like the original maker skill, as they call it. I can That's see what that. like um, arrowheads were made out of. Yeah. Vintage axes, knives, things like that. Hmm. That looks really cool. I can't wait for that one. There's rope skills, like to tie knots and stuff. Oh, boy. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to go show them some different knots, Corey? No. No, there's I don't. A pr- there's a printmaking tent with uh, Dave Bauer and Smith Makes. Oh, that's mm. right. Yeah. Yeah, Dave was there last year. Chainsaw milling with Ronders. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he was there. Yeah. Total boat will be there doing all sorts of total boat demos. Hmm. Yeah, they did a uh, some kind of a like you made you made the boat and then raced it across the duck pond. Is that right? Last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing something similar this year. Okay. Yep. Uh, Austin talked about it on our podcast. I think it's like an air motor. He said, hmm. "I don't know what that is. Maybe you pump it up with it. I have no idea what it is." So hmm. he said it's not confirmed yet. But, uh. Welding, obviously, sponsored by Lincoln. Right. That's like uh, Lucas, um, Zep, and I don't know who else is teaching, but there's a bunch of welding teachers. Nice. Um, so, so for anybody who's on the fence, they're thinking about going, they heard about all this cool stuff that's going on, what are some tips you think we could give them that would help them while they're there? Besides, obviously, telling them to do all the cool stuff. Um 
there's different ticket prices, right? There's a silver pass and a gold. Gold is sold out. So there's okay. a silver pass and there's a day pass. So if you're on, like if you're local and you can drive there, you could go just for a day. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to camp um, or find an Airbnb or a local hotel, which there are those there as well. There's still rooms at some of the, of the local resorts around there. So you can find accommodations if you don't want a tent. Um, if you just want to go watch, you can do that too. You know, mm-hmm. you yep. can just go hang out for the day and it's like 20 bucks and, and you, you aren't allowed to participate in everything, but. You know, you still get to see it and talk to everybody and enjoy everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I I mean, if I were going, I would go with the Silver Pass and go for the weekend. Um, just because there's so much to do. Yeah. Unless and there's only you, one uh, thing you really want to go to, then just pay a day pass and go. So the so the Gold Pass is, is basically getting you your room, right? Yeah. And the Silver yeah, Pass is doing all the stuff. But does that include the meal ticket or do you have to? No. Okay, so you have to either buy each meal or buy a meal pass for the weekend, I think, is an option. Correct, Um, yeah. But I will say, that's probably some of the best food I've ate anywhere. Like, they have some good fucking food there. (laughs) I was really surprised by that. Like, Yeah, the food's good. Yeah, it was nice. But if you gum and you don't want to buy the meal pass and eat in the, what would you call that room? Like... Chow the hall. dining hall, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hall. dining hall. The dining hall. Like, if you don't want to eat in the dining hall in the pavilion, like where Maker Camp happens, there's um, um, like a, a, a like what a they call a tiki bar, okay, and they yeah. have like a bar, uh, like like grill food next to it, uh, French fries and things like that. There's also a bar underneath the main dining hall, like an actual bar bar. Oh, uh, okay, I didn't see and that. And they serve food those down there too. Chicken fingers and fries. They're some of the best. <laughs> if you want some good chicken fingers at the pavilion at the bar at the bar yeah yeah mm. hey, oh you know what i guess they do have them at the pavilion too don't they it's, it's really yeah. kind of the same food but yeah yep yeah i'm a fan of the food there i mean it, oh yeah it's not the healthiest <laughs> of options but it, <laughs> it's good, good <laughs> yeah even even in the dining hall like everything was good that's what i meant uh, yeah it was good yeah i i didn't I didn't have anything that I didn't like that I wouldn't eat again. Like that was all good. Like all the meats and everything were like prepared well and everything. Like they do a good job. Whoever, whoever's cooking food there, they're on their stuff. I'm only going to say this because he gave me shit for it last time. But if you need somebody to go get you a slice of pie, flag down Jake Largan. He doesn't bother with those lines. <laughs> he does not. He's swooping in, getting pies left and right. Uh, the, pie, the pie is phenomenal. Oh, it was yeah. so good. And literally, the there will pie, be a line. The chocolate pie. Yeah. Uh, the pumpkin pie. There will be a, pie. Be be a line the, like around the, the, the tables, like around the whole dining area. Being in the jail hall is just the wildest thing. Because yeah. everywhere you look, you're like, oh, fuck, I know that person. Oh, fuck, I've seen that person. Oh, fuck. Like it's just looking around. It almost feels like everyone, they don't, but it feels like everyone shows up at once. Oh, yeah. And somehow you're fedding out of there in no time. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty cool. The, um, yeah. So if you are going to camp, I I think the reason for the meal plan not coming with the silver pass is people who camp also like to eat camp food and Mm, and, 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 and just make it the campfire. Like, 
it wouldn't be fair to charge. So if you are a camper who likes to do that, uh, there are fire rings in the camping areas and things like that, or grills or whatever, and you can go cook there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't the, think the cost to add the meal plan on was really bad. No, it was no. Bad. And then you yeah. can buy per meal, like because if you buy the meal plan, I think it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But like, let's say if you, you know, don't plan on getting up and eating breakfast, and you're just going to do lunch and do something else, like you might as you, maybe you don't need the meal plan. Maybe you just go and pay per meal that you eat there. So I would just say like bring cash if you're doing that because you can bring cash, pay for your meal for that time, and then you know bring cash if you want to like buy drinks and shit and tip the bartenders or whatever, mm-hmm. or find Keith and his magical backpack. Definitely tip, tip the people who are waiting on you. You know, oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, that wait staff they kill them. They hustle like. Mm-hmm. And they're good, like smile on their face the whole time oh, yeah. and everything. Like, yep, super yeah, friendly. They're people. really good there. Yep. Um, a little too friendly, if you ask me. <laughs> obviously the Mark Adams pictures too. Don't oh yeah, gosh, sure. how do we forget about that? That's one person you got to be patient with. He's got so many people to take a picture of, but also he's, he's another guy that is kind of left uh, out there. Like, tip that guy too. Like, throw yeah, him five sure. bucks if you go up and you're a hassle. Throw him twenty. You know, yeah. yeah if, if you're, you're like core, me and you don't know how to smile, like, <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know how to smile until he told me I don't know how to fucking smile. It's like, what are you doing? Why? What are you even doing? I'm like, I, I think I'm smiling. He's like, No, you're not. No, you're Would not. You have that like third grader fake <laughs> smile hey. going on. It was like this. <laughs> Look at me right now. Oh yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he made fun of me, and then I was uh, then I was smiling like this, like like. Yeah, I mean, bringing snacks too is not a bad idea. Mm. Um, I always bring like some granola bars or something. And it's not that there's not food readily available for you, but sometimes you're like hungry at an odd time or there's yeah, a line so or something. If you so. need snacks, go see Keith. He's got them. Granola no. bars. You just said, you just said it. <laughs> for me, I bring those for me. I only bring like three for the weekend, <laughs> one per day. Uh, it's it's really at night when everything's closed. Is when I. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as like leaving there to go other places, there's not a whole lot around maker camp. Like there's the milk run, which is a gas station, not too far from there. Um, but as far as like a grocery store, I think you got to go. It, what is it like? It's not 20 far. miles. Maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe 10 miles. It, it It's probably, it's in the opposite direction, but it's probably a little further than if you went to the milk run. Yeah. But you might as well just go to the direction. milk run. They got everything. Um, well, not if you're camping. Like, if you want meats mm. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, the Milk Run's got good food. There is a, a um, restaurant in town called Angels. Mm. Like, if you just want to go grab a, like, like a, like a piece of pizza or something, you can go there. Uh, but Whoa. there is a food store in Cairo, mm. which is a town. It's a, I think it's the next town south. There's a full food store there. One thing there's not a lot of is cell service. So if you're one of those uh, Instagrammers, social media people, you got to be on your phone all day long. You're going to be disappointed. So you take all your take all your pictures and selfies, and then at at, at some point go get you some Wi-Fi and, and upload it. But don't expect to be uploading stuff all day long. Yeah. Enjoy the enjoy the break because <laughs> it's yeah, nice. Enjoy Just hang out with people. Have fun. There's a reason you don't see too much from camp. You hear about it all year, but you don't yeah, see exactly. too much from it. There'll be a giant dump of it. 
the week after, but during there's not going to be a lot going on that you see. Uh, actually the cell service up there has gotten a little better. Oh, has it? Um, with the Wi-Fi, I think they put Wi-Fi in the pavilion now. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, uh, we'll post everything the next week. Yeah. But everyone who's there has to do that. So, right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like you don't see a whole lot that weekend, but then again, you're not really on your phone looking at it. I guess if you're there, if you're not there, you might be, but. I did get cell service last year on Sunday. I did uh, a live on the working hands account of the swap, like all the swap items. Oh, cool. cool. But I mean, it's choppy. If you watch like if you go back in our feed a year and find it, it, uh, it's choppy. You can tell the the cell service is pretty bad. What other tips can you give people who are coming? Anything? I mean, Brad asked something about a backpack. Like, should you have a backpack to carry stuff around? Probably, probably a good idea. Especially if you have things like that you were wanting to, I'm more give of a. Out or, yeah, I don't like carrying shit around with me, so I'm more of a like run stuff back to your room. And the rooms yeah. are generally pretty close. close you know, it's yeah. You know, even if you're in like the furthest rooms, it's you know. Yeah, that's probably the best bet there. is to go go dump the stuff because there yeah. is there's actually quite a few. Um, they have like some stuff there right outside the um, the main field or whatever where they like sell a bunch of stuff too so you can get like i don't know antiques or whatever like if you if you drove yeah, or have a way vendors. to take stuff home yeah there's vendors there that you can buy like kind of like old tools and stuff off of so you can buy stuff like that and then take it back to your room if you want or or your campsite or whatever mm-hmm. bring clothes for all the seasons because you're going to experience oh, yeah. them all yeah it's three days. warm in the day and it's cold at night i was gonna hammock i did not hammock <laughs> it was freezing Caught me off guard for being October. Yeah. Yeah, that is definitely cold. Uh, man, there was something else I was going to say. I can't remember. There's just, I mean, there's so much. Like, And now it's even longer because they're really starting stuff on Friday, right? Yeah. Like Thursday. No, Thursday, yeah. Yeah. It always started Friday, but now they're starting Thursday. Right. It's crazy. Which means it really started Wednesday with the... Secret stuff. No, there's really no reason to show up Wednesday. <laughs> Might as well show up um, Tuesday. <laughs> no, because Thursday doesn't begin to like eight o'clock, you know, seven o'clock at night. So there's really no benefit to showing up on Wednesday. I think Thursday actually starts at midnight, like twelve oh one. You know what I mean? There's Thursday activities. <laughs> They're doing like a like a game night with like s'mores by the fire, and it was born out of like last year. Like I went up early because we were. Like I had a setup for the swap and stuff, so I went up a day early. And there was like a couple of the demonstrators were there, not all of them, but then like there were some other people, like spectators, that were just there. And he's like, "Well, let's just make it a thing this year." So that's what he did. Um, he's making the Thursday night hangout a little more formal. But nice. if you miss Thursday, if you've already bought your ticket and you miss Thursday, you're really not going to miss much. One night at the uh, around a campfire. But if you can make it, you should come. It's going to be a great time. Oh, um, last year, I, I think they do this every year, but they do like a big bonfire at the, is it Sunday night they do the bonfire? The, yeah, no more. Oh, they're not doing that? No, there's going to be a more formal closing ceremonies and something to replace the bonfire, but they needed, like there's so much going on this year, they needed that extra space in the middle. Oh, okay. Took so much of that field. Yeah. And then, 
when it's going off, like everyone's kind of spread out, like around in that big circle, and you're yeah. not really all together on the last night. So it's gonna that's true. It's gonna be a little different this year. There's gonna be like an actual closing ceremony. It's not one guy screaming, trying <laughs> yeah. to get fifty yards away. Um, yeah, which so would be what, cool. What would they call it? The, the was it the, they the called it the burn? jackalope or something? Yeah, the maker burn. But last year there was like a giant rabbit. Yeah, there was a jackalope and a dinosaur were the mm. two. Okay. But and that was cool. Just, but I yeah, it's I think just I a had lot of real estate that you can't. Yeah, you know. I imagine a lot of people are probably leaving Sunday afternoon. Also, that they can't see that. You know, maybe they're leaving Monday morning. But yeah, I mean, if you can stay till Sunday now, I think so. I in the past three or four years I've gone, I feel like Sunday night's the best night. Hmm. Like everyone has already met everyone. You're just kind of hanging out. Everyone's like chilling out no one's going crazy because everyone's gonna leave in the morning like it's just the best night oh okay oh i remember what i was gonna say if you got stickers bring them with you oh yeah people definitely uh, like exchanging stickers and yeah that's always a big part of it so and um on the sticker side for the maker swap i'm making a like a like like a board that'll say the maker swap 2023 and mm. if you participate, bring a sticker to put on that too. I need to bring some stickers this year. I forgot last year. Definitely bring stickers. Cool. All right. Well, I think uh, we've been going for like an hour straight. So you, you know who else has some stickers? <laughs> These people probably have some stickers. I was like, is this guy just interrupting <laughs> me while I say that? <laughs> that's your segue. You didn't have it, so I got it. Oh, that's right. Okay. Is it Pwn CNC? Uh, he's got, I've, I've he got some stickers. stickers I've got a lot of his stickers. Um, I have some yeah. stickers. So if you would like to help support the podcast, you can do so by heading over to patreoncom slash makeshift podcast. We got a couple different levels that you can support us at uh, the top one. It's like five bucks a month and it gets you into a pretty fun group chat on Instagram. That's kind of what sparked a lot of this conversation tonight. So, um, we have to read everybody's name out every week and we've got Keith Drennan from Blackthorn Concepts, as you what know. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Ed Johns of buttjoints.com, JJ's Repair, Green Street Joinery, Michael Nye, Brenda, Chad's Custom Creations, Mike from Pixels to Prototype, Toby Merle of UK Knife Maker Supply, Henry Davis of H2 on Metalworks, Woodland Iron, David Beckwith, Jake Largan of Metal Chef's Customs, MaritimeKnifeSupply.com. Adam Coonrat, David Wood, The Grant Alexander, Austin Saunders, Brad at Brad's Customs, Jeff Stein, a weird guy, Ryan of Gnome Hammer Forge, Scott Orm at Daddy Yourself DIY, BexArmory.com, and The Waffle Beaver. And we've also got to thank our show sponsor, Pwn CNC. You can find them at PWNCNC.com. If you have a CNC router, you're definitely going to want to check them out. They have all sorts of accessories that'll uh, really help you out. Um, they've got spindle kits, different clamps, dust boots, all sorts of stuff. So, so make sure you're checking them out. Yeah, thank if you. you're not one of those people, definitely sign up. That chat is worth it. Yeah. yeah. And it's another great. great way to support the show that we really appreciate is if you guys would share the episode. You, know, you can do that on Instagram stories or Facebook stories or you make a Facebook post or something about it. So, yeah. And if you send us a message or if you send us a, uh, audio clip and you want us to play it, let us know and we'll, we'll put it on the next episode. Yep. 
Oh, and reviews. We could use some five-star reviews. That's also supposed to really help the podcast out. Do a little write-up when you do it. That goes mm-hmm. a long way to helping podcasts. Yeah, and we can read it. That'll be nice. We do know how to read, so we do. One of between the two well, of us, we don't like to brag, you, but one of you knows how. But to Chris read. knows how to read. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've read a book or two in my life. <laughs> oh boy! Well, what do you guys think? Now I'm worn out just thinking about all the stuff I got to do at Maker Camp. Yeah, sorry for everyone who's like, nope, not going to Maker Camp at all. You probably shouldn't have listened to this episode, but for everybody else who's been interested at all or is going to go, or, you know, we're excited to see everybody there and uh, come up to us and say hi or don't because we're anti-social. Come up to Keith and give him a big old <laughs> hug. He loves no. that. He'll no, have the no. shirt that says, I don't need any new fucking friends on. <laughs> yep. yep. The, um, we didn't even go over everything that's happening at Maker Camp. So if you're still on the fence... Just go. There's more happening. Yeah. yeah. If you want to see Keith all flustered at the uh, at the Maker Swap tent, go there and don't listen to anything he says. Don't don't pay attention to any any rule he tells you about how to. If you want to see him really flustered, just knock something over. <laughs> <laughs> when they go to put things in the trailer, make sure you try to lift the door open to close them in there. I don't think Corey <laughs> saw me flustered. I think. I think he heard it fall because all I saw was him <laughs> running away from where we were. I don't think we told that story <laughs> to anybody who hasn't heard it like recently. But uh, yeah, Tony and Keith were putting the things back in the trailer. I was being funny guy and I was like, I'm going to lift the door to the trailer and pretend to close them in there. Well, I didn't know that the <laughs> the weight, the entire stability of the trailer was in this door. <laughs> so if you lift it up, the whole trailer it almost rolled down the hill until I put the trailer, the thing back down and saved their lives. But, you know, they got upset because something fell over a little a 3d printed thing broke. Nick Mathis's rocket. <laughs> yeah. You would be upset too. If you put on an event for everyone and you, and one of the participants items broke too, I would be upset. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, I, I, Luckily, it was that guy who is a sweetheart and was able yeah, to have something nice else to put in. Be- because what else would you do? I like, don't know. I'd blame Chris, probably. <laughs> I Part of me wishes I, I didn't know Keith so I could go up to enter my item and the whole time just be like asking for clarification on <laughs> how to do stuff. How do I, I? You want me to fill this this out? You want my name here? Is this? Are you sure is this, name on this? Where do you want you want me to put this over here? Where where should I put this? Excuse do me, I sir. Have, do I have Excuse to come me, back sir? to give my check? I know you're checking you to someone else in, but could you answer my question, please? Can you just mail this to me? <laughs> uh, why is this guy so angry? I'm just trying to ask a question. <laughs> uh, uh, please do not try that when you get there. If you want to do that. Go check in with the big Canadian guy. <laughs> He'll be fine with it. He'll probably apologize to you for asking sorry, questions. Sorry. For you asking questions. I'm like, oh, sorry. Sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. Hey. Sorry I was gone. I had to go throw Corey yeah. in the duck pond. He'll be like, hey, buddy over here has got some questions for you, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty good, right? <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, oh, boy. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> this is too uh, many questions. Keith, you handle it. <laughs> yeah. 
Is your wife yeah. going to be checking people into again? Yeah. Yep. Yep. One person who will not be allowed near the table is Corey. <laughs> Damn it. So, so if Chris you're looking has... for Corey, don't go over there because he won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to help. I'm just going to wear a shirt that says I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to help and break stuff. And nobody <laughs> needs my help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's well, the podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. The title. Yeah. Chris has been trying to wrap this up for about what's, 40 minutes. What's the title? I'm here to help and break stuff. Okay. I'm here to break stuff. <laughs> I'm here to break stuff. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, Keith, where can they find you at in case they don't know? They can find me on Instagram at Blackthorn Concepts or on the Working Hands podcast. All right. And we will see everyone next week. And hopefully we'll see everyone at Maker Camp. Yep. See you. Bye. Bye.